Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Scholes. Today we have part two of the historical, sort of, story of Whittington, well, the history of Dick Whittington. So far, young Whittington's parents have died, he has wandered from the country to London, and is set up in the garret of a merchant. And... He's gotten himself a cat to chase away the mice and rats in the garret. And this is where we will pick up this not-quite-true story of a very true man. The History of Whittington Soon after, the merchant who had a ship ready to sail called for his servants, as his custom was, in order that each of them might venture something to try their luck. And whatever they sent was to pay neither freight nor custom, for he thought justly that God Almighty would bless him the more for his readiness to let the poor partake of his fortune. All the servants appeared but poor Whittington, who, having neither money nor goods, could not think of sending anything to try his luck. But his good friend Miss Alice, thinking his poverty kept him away, ordered him to be called. Then she offered to lay down something for him. But the merchant told his daughter that would not do. It must be something of his own. Upon which poor Whittington said he had nothing but a cat which he bought for a penny that was given to him. Fetch thy cat, boy, said the merchant, and send her. Whittington brought poor Puss and delivered her to the captain with tears in his eyes, for he said he should now be disturbed by the rats and mice as much as ever. All the company laughed at the adventure, but Miss Alice, who pitied the poor boy and gave him something to buy another cat. While Puss was beating the billows at sea, poor Whittington was severely beaten at home by his tyrannical mistress, the cook who used him so cruelly and made such game of him for sending his cat to sea, that at last the poor boy determined to run away from this place, and, having packed up the few things he had, he set out very early in the morning on All Hallows Day. He travelled as far as Holloway, and there sat down on a stone to consider what course he should take. But while he was thus ruminating, bow-bells, of which there were only six, began to ring, and he thought their sounds addressed him in this manner. Turn again, Whittington, thrice Lord Mayor of London. Lord Mayor of London, he said to himself. What would one not endure to be Lord Mayor of London and ride in such a fine coach? Well, I'll go back again and bear all the pummeling and ill usage of Sicily rather than the misopportunity of being Lord Mayor. So home he went, and happily got into the house and about his business before Miss Cicely made her appearance. We must now follow Puss to the coast of Africa. How perilous our voyages at sea, how uncertain the winds and the waves, and how many accidents attend a naval life. The ship which had the cat on board was long beaten at sea, and at last, by contrary winds, driven on a part of the Barbary coast, which was inhabited by moors unknown to the English. These people received our countrymen with civility, and therefore the captain, in order to trade with them, 
showed them the patterns of the goods he had on board, and sent some of them to the king of the country, who was so well pleased that he sent for the captain and the factor to his palace, which was about a mile from the sea. Here they were placed according to the custom of the country on rich carpets, flowered with gold and silver, and the king and the queen, being seated at the upper end of the room, dinner was brought in, which consisted of many dishes, but no sooner were the dishes put down, but an amazing number of rats and mice came from all quarters and devoured all the meat in an instant. The factor, in surprise, turned round to the nobles and asked if these vermin were not offensive. Oh, yes, said they. Very offensive, and the king would give half his treasure to be freed of them, for they not only destroy his dinner, as you see, but they assault him in his chamber and even in bed so that he is obliged to be watched while he is sleeping for fear of them. The factor jumped for joy, for he remembered poor Whittington and his cat, and he told the king he had a creature on board his ship that would dispatch all these vermin immediately. The king's heart heaved so high at the joy which this news gave him that his turban dropped off his head. Bring this creature to me, said he. Vermin are dreadful in a court, and if she will perform what you say, I will load your ship with gold and jewels in exchange for her. The factor, who knew his business, took this opportunity to set forth the merits of Miss Puss. He told his majesty that it would be inconvenient to part with her, as when she was gone the rats and mice might destroy the goods in the ship. But to oblige his majesty he would fetch her. Run, run, said the queen. I am impatient to see the dear creature. Away flew the factor, while another dinner was providing and returned with the cat just as the rats and mice were devouring that also. He immediately put down Miss Puss, who killed a great number of them. And that is part two of the history of Whittington. As I said, there's adventure afoot. Some for Dick Whittington and some for his cat. And we'll see where this leads next time. This is Dan Scholes for the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on threads and Instagram at Folktale Project. And you can find us wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to head over and give us a five-star review, that would be amazing. And it helps other people find the podcast. And if you want to support the podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash folktaleproject, where you can support the podcast and get some really quite good merch, I think. I'd like to take a second and thank Natasha for becoming our latest Patreon patron. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And, of course, as always, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>